Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. On this episode, you'll learn how an e-commerce pet store also serves as an online community of dog lovers and supports rescues across the country with every purchase. Learn how this mother-daughter entrepreneur team finds vendors for their store and connects with experts to guide their customers. In turn, they've become experts themselves, and they use that as their main social media content strategy. Corey is the co-founder of Dogly.com, which she started with her mom, Jane, and four rescue dogs, Bosley, Ozzy, Zoe, and Houston. They started Dogly because they had this constant feeling of, am I making the right decision for my dog? Always stressing over things like, is Bosley getting all the nutrients that he needs? Are these the right supplements for him? Is he anxious? With all of the mixed messaging out there and seemingly endless amounts of products to choose from, trying to figure out what's right for your dog can be completely overwhelming. On Dogly.com, you'll only find people and products proven to improve your dog's health and happiness. Dogly is a platform where you can shop from their highly vetted product selection of only the best products for your dog, benefit your chosen rescue with every purchase, and get advice from the best pet nutritionists, holistic vets, and trainers across the country. Dogly's goal is to support you like a friend who has your back, who can relate to your questions, and who truly only wants the best for your dog. Just like a fairy, dogly mother on your shoulder, always there if needed. Hey, Corey. Hi, Tori. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the show. I'm so excited to learn more about what you're doing because you just have such a, a like a wonderful and like loving approach to online retail. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm super excited to be here. You usually don't think of like online stores as having a soul, but I feel yeah. like dogly does. Yeah, that's really, I mean, that like, that's completely, that's exactly what our goal is, is that like right now, you know, e-commerce is sort of just that it's like a warehouse and there's tons of products and it's sort of up to you to know like what's really the best for your dog. Um, and we, we wanted to be that soul and we wanted to be that friend and we want people to not feel like they're alone in you know, being the best pet parent to their dog. So, so yeah, so we like to, we like to be a a friend. And as you said, a fairly dogly mother to people. (laughs) I love it. So, (laughs) so tell us like what kind of, what kind of brands and products can we find on, on dogly? What, since, since you guys are kind of like hand picking everything, what kind of stuff do you carry? Yeah. So everything is, is really recommended by, other people, whether they're pet parents or trainers or holistic vets or local store owners, it's all discovered like through people who really know what they're talking about and and people that have been using and loving that product for a while. Um, So, you know, we're not, you're not going to find, there's a lot of brands that we'll never carry just because they're things that like we would never give to our own dogs. And there's some, you know, product categories that we would never carry just because, they're not the best things for our dogs. So we're really super selective in, in the types of categories and products. 
So it's really only the best product. So for example, we're, we're getting really into supplements recently, which I know a lot of people have questions on. Like it seems to be a lot of people want to be adding supplements and know that they should be adding supplements, but it's this this sort of like the fear of messing up that holds a lot of people back from taking that first step. So we want to be there to help and say like, okay, it's not a scary thing. It's not like 7,000, you know, it's not like the toothpaste aisle, like where you have like 7,000 different choices. Like we've all, we've done our homework. Like we have the best supplements here for you. And not only can you come and, you know, buy them on Dogly and benefit your chosen rescue, but we'll be there with you every step of the way to help you figure out what's the best for your specific dog because everybody's dog is different. Awesome. So you're getting some input and advice from like licensed vets, but then you also have advice from like actual dog moms. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's important for us that it's not a one-sided sort of conversation or thought process that people are smart too. (laughs) You don't have to work in a vet office to have done your homework and know what's good for your dog. And again, every dog is different. So what's good for your dog could, you know, not be good for somebody else's dog. And everybody just needs to, to realize that. And so I think by learning from other people, it from like people, people, not necessarily vets or, you know, somebody that's a, an expert per se in, in that category, it makes it less intimidating and less scary and it's an easier we can all be learning from each other it's an it's an easier community rather than being like oh it's like my vet said this so like this is what I have to do but like no you can learn from Tori you can learn from like you can you can be learning from each other to see you know how everybody else has gotten to what's the best for their dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get a lot of recommendations from people just at the dog park. Other dog owners are probably your best resource for getting recommendations for things. So it's very smart of you guys to do that. Yeah. How did you decide to do an online store instead of doing a brick and mortar store? So we started with online because, so, so the way that we're sort of approaching it is that there's a lot of great, like there's a lot of great local stores. There's a lot of great brands. There's a lot of great rescues. Like there's so much great stuff in the pet world. But the hard part is, is finding all of those like little gems and those nuggets everywhere. So we want to, we want to be like the thread between all the best of these, you know, any different segment in, in the pet world. So, you know, having like a physical brick and mortar store makes that a little challenging because we want to be touching rescues all across the country. We want to be working with local stores all across the country. So being online makes that sort of easier. Very cool. Yeah. Finding things is definitely the hardest part. I was at like a big box pet store recently and I wanted to get some new toys for my new rescue, Bert, and everything was really ugly. (laughs) And I just wanted toys that were pretty that would like coordinate with my home decor and that were also sturdy enough for a Labrador to play with. And, um, you know, sometimes in those big box stores, it's really hard to find things like that. So, but then like going online and just typing in like cool dog toy, (laughs) it's not going to come up with what I want yet. It's going to be like 8,000 options. So I love that you guys have kind of already done the work for me. Yeah. It's a lot. And I can't tell you like, so we, when whenever a new brand comes onto Dogly, we talk to the founder, we our own dogs 
test every product. So like we, we not only love the products that are on Dogly, but more importantly, we love all the, the people behind every brand. So like we, I like, you know, just you saying like, I'm looking for, you know, great toys from it. Like I can tell you exactly what toys you should be buying. <laughs> and, you know, just, and it's the same thing. Like, you know, we have some, some people's dogs destroy toys. So we uh-huh. have, you know, we've done the work in figuring out like, okay, we found the best, you know, the sturdiest of sturdy, like plush type toys. Uh-huh. Uh, but then we also have, you know, for dogs that like to chew things up, we have other things. So we're really trying to find, you know, across every category and like then deep diving into every category, the best of the best from both a product and a people perspective. So you're dealing with so many different kinds of brands and stores and vendors and so many different things. How do you like from from the back end side of things, how do you run this all? Is it wholesale? Do you do drop shipping? Is it consignment? There's so many different ways to stock an online store. So how do you guys approach that? Yeah, so we we operate on a dropship model. So the, and the reason that we do that is number one, I just don't think we need another like wholesale e-commerce pet store. I think there's a lot of them out there. So what we wanted to do is build um, giving back into our business model. So to do that, we just thought, you know what, we will handle everything else. We'll get the brand set up on Dogly. We'll do, you know, we do all the marketing and social media and all that kind of stuff. All the brand will have to do is is ship and we handle everything else. And so from our side of things, the, in doing that, we could build giving back into the business model so that when every every brand that's on Dogly is required to donate back to the shelter of the customer's choice. So we set the donation the minimum at 1% and we, you know, we really tell them like 1% is like really not like let's yeah. do a little more. Um, so most of our brands are falling around the 10% donation range and we make it super clear. It's not like, you know, donating, pro, you know, prof, whatever, like you can do the math and you can say if something's 30 bucks and a brand is donating 10%, like you can obviously say, like, you know exactly how much is being donated. So there's no, like gray area in the donation. So, so yeah, so being set up in the way we are makes it possible to have giving as like the core of, of our business. That's very cool. So how, how does the, that nonprofit charity component work in? Can, is there like a preset list of charities that people can choose from, or can you put in anything you want? How, yep. how does that work? So we have Dogly actually started a, a couple years ago. We we were we were actually an app. So we've had we've evolved, but we were connected. We were working with ten thousand shelters all across the country, and really from a content perspective, promoting the adopt own shop message mostly across social. And so from that, we evolved into the marketplace, and we've been bringing those ten thousand shelters into the the Dogly.com marketplace. So now people can come on and every shelter has their own page within Dogly. So if you don't have a shelter that you want to support or you don't know where you're, lo- you know, which shelter is local to you, you can come on to Dogly. You can like do a little research if you want and you get to choose. So it's totally up to the customer. It was really important for us to be benefiting your, the, like the shelter that's near and dear to your heart mm-hmm. and, and especially to be local so that it's not just 
a big national shelter that the the funding is getting trickled down into into the local levels where are the guys that really need it so so yeah so you come on you can choose your rescue if you don't have a rescue there's like a sort of like a catch-all so we'll you know sort of at the end of the month we like you know divvy it out across across the board but but it's super simple and and if you know you you just do it at checkout there's a drop down and you can choose your shelter and then you can see how much you're donating and then when you get your delivery you'll have an adoptable dog from your chosen shelter on your packing slip so you can see it was really important to us that like it's a tangible giving that you know if you're donating 10% or we're donating 10% for you that it doesn't just end there that you can see like this is potentially a dog that I'm benefiting with whatever I just purchased on Dogly. Right. Yeah. Putting a face on your donation, I think makes it a lot more powerful for people. Yeah. So why was it important for you to do things this way instead of just being, um, you know, a standard store? I mean, a lot of pet businesses have a charitable component because in the pet industry, we all love our pets so much. And so you kind of can't help, but give Mm -hmm. some of your extra income to, to rescues and to pets in need and things like that. But why was it so important for you to do it this way? Yeah. So we, so we have four rescue dogs and we've always, obviously we love, we love our dogs and we, it's my mom actually um, ran. So my mom and I started doggy together and, and she actually used to run our local shelter in, in Connecticut so we've been really involved in the rescue world for a while. And, you know, we just saw that they they do so much good. And sometimes the their messaging gets, you know, like national gets mixed in or gets sort of all the attention. Mm-hmm. So we wanted local to really have a place to shine. And we wanted to give them a place where it's a meaningful number of a donation and it's ongoing so it's not like you know at the end of the year whatever they get it's like an annual check it's like it can be you know buying poop bag like we have a poop bag company and he donates 10 percent. like you know you you need poop bags every month so like that's like an automatic you know donation that your local shelter can be getting just from you buying poop bags and and us donating for you so it's like an it's a sort of a no brainer when it comes to like you need stuff for your dog your shelter needs ongoing donations even if it's like three or five bucks a month it means so much to them yeah because you're not the only person on there shopping so there's other people it adds up exactly yeah so we wanted to make it super simple and like really bring the rescue messaging in like combine it with with shopping not just have it be like an add-on Yeah. Sorry to interrupt the interview, but I would love to see what you're doing while you catch up with the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player or snap a selfie with your earbuds in. Bonus points if it's on a dog walk and share it to your Instagram stories tagging me at tmystic. I'll keep an eye out for mentions and I would love to give you a shout out from my own account. Okay, now back to the episode. Let's like shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit about these contributing pet nutritionists and holistic vets and trainers and everyone that you have around the country. How does that come into play on Dogly? Yeah, so we, I'm so, so excited. So we took a lot of time. It's super hard. Like it's, it's oddly hard to find 
vets are easy to find Mm -hmm. to find somebody that you just want to go to for advice though like a nutritionist nutritionist or a holistic vet even like trainers i would say maybe are a little bit easier to find but it definitely takes a bit to figure out like who matches sort of your style and your dog and that kind of thing yeah so we just kind of in in like meeting these brands that has then led us down this path of they're connected with holistic vets and nutritionists and things like that. So we're now growing into being able to access that that network and have people come on and, and talk. We've been doing like Facebook lives and stuff like that. Uh, we just started about a month ago. And so we're going to be having them come on and talk to talk to everybody. And it's just so interesting to me. People have so many questions about what to be doing for their dogs. So I I want to share, like, I feel super lucky that we get to meet these people. So I want everybody to, like, know everybody that we get to meet. So we're going to be having them on Facebook Lives, and then we're going to be setting up a way that people, if they want to have, like, one-on-one consultations with them, they can. So really giving, like, access to this network that we sort of are, like, organically getting exposed to. What are some of the top questions? You said people have so many questions about their dog. So what are what are some of the top ones? And then maybe if you can think of like a really oddball one, that would be interesting. Yeah. So a lot of people have questions about anxiety for their dog in their dogs. Seems to be a really big topic and you know, C B D is is like sort of the ongoing question of like which brand and how much and does it work and that kind of thing. A lot of people have questions about allergies in their dogs. You know, people just because like chicken seems to be a big allergy that everybody's experiencing with their dogs, whether it's really an allergy or a sensitivity, their dogs are having issues with it. Um, So those, I would say allergies and anxiety are probably like the two big buckets. Another one is just like, in general, talking about kibble versus like raw or home cooked and kind of like how to balance that because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to say like, this is the only way that you should be doing something. Right. If things are working for your dog, that's great. But there's some education, you know, that we've learned that, you know, when if you're feeding kibble, there are ways to improve your dog's food and help them live a longer and healthier life. Right. Um, like the supplements that you mentioned. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or if you pull it, you know, by taking 20% of your kibble out of your dog's food and instead adding like blueberries or kale or something like that, it makes their life that much longer and that much better. Better. So it's like little, little nuggets of information like that were like bursting to share. Yeah. And that's very doable advice for people. Like I tell people all the time that I just can't do a hundred percent raw food for my yeah. dogs. I just can't. Um, yeah. but, but adding little things like adding supplements or adding, um, really nutritious foods, like you mentioned blueberries, like that's really easy to do. Um, you know, every morning when I eat my own breakfast, I usually share like a little strawberry or banana or some yogurt or yeah. something. And that's what I eat. And so it's really easy to just share it with my dogs. Totally. And I found, I mean, it's crazy. I found my dog eats better. He's going to outlive me. Like he eats better than I do. So my dogs eat way <laughs> I better do. than I do. And it's probably their grocery oh, bill is probably like higher a, than mine. Like he had like a beautiful breakfast and I had like a half a bagel. Like what is something is wrong here? Uh, <laughs> but it's so, I think, but, but having the conversation makes it so much less scary and feel like, okay, if I take like this little step today and then I do this next, like it's a build, you know, you don't have to go 
feed like full raw feathered whatever instantly like (laughs) okay (laughs) you'll phase in you're like you're still a good pet parent don't worry yeah everyone is just doing their best I think everyone wants the best for their dog so it's just a matter of figuring out how to do that realistically for you yep so okay so your site is like a mix between like retail, but all, then also I just think almost like a forum for discussion and everything. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you get the word out? Like, is there a certain social media or an email blast that you use, or you know what has been your favorite marketing tool to let people know about Dogly? Yeah, so we we have a couple. So um, Instagram is really bigger for us in terms of that's it feels more conversational. Mm-hmm. And we have, that's where we actually get a lot of questions from people. So, so Instagram is big. So on Instagram, we're dogly with an underscore at the end. And then our, our, we send about every other day, we try to send out um, just like a useful tip in terms of like what, and we, everything that we do is in relation to our dog. So it's not like, you know, we're sort of like giving advice and we're not following it ourselves. Like we, this morning, we just sent out one about a training session I just had with my dog who I thought was totally perfect and like turns out he wasn't (laughs) or turns out i i'm not actually it's all about like what i was what i was doing so so yeah so like we sent that out this morning and it's really just so people can like not feel alone and not and like be able to relate to us and and what we're going through and and hopefully help them so those are really our, our two main ways of like us sort of getting the messaging out, but then we also, we work super closely with the rescues on Dogly, so we really want to help them also talk to their, you know, already adopted, or already adopters, or their, you know, potential adopters, mm-hmm. about nutrition and getting, you know, starting out with the, with the right base and, and that kind of thing. And then we also have this program called Dogs in the Know, who are, like, people, just, like, other dog moms who are super smart and are sharing you know, educational tidbits, um, who also talk about dogly on, on their social. So a couple different ways. What I kind of hear you touching on, which I think a lot of people struggle with is like considering themselves an expert. Um, Mm -hmm. but you are an expert dog mom. So even though you're not a certified trainer, or I don't think that you're a certified pet nutritionist, um, but you are an expert dog mom because you have all this knowledge. So by sharing what you're learning, people view you as an expert. They're going to think of Dogly as this expert resource. And I think that for a lot of the people who are listening to this in, in their own pet businesses, um, it can be, we can all feel like a little bit shy or just like self-conscious about claiming our expertise. But I think it's wonderful that you're doing that. It's such a great example. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm an expert. You are, you are. Okay. But like every, like, I can't tell you I like I was just so my obvious my mom was my co-founder so we were just messaging on slack and I was just said like oh you know I just saw this like I just you know learn like this and this and this and this like let's do you know then we like put a plan together so like I learn so much every day and I just think it's my it's like our job to share like if I just hold on to that and I don't tell anybody about it then it doesn't do anybody any good. So I think it's our job to, when we meet people that can improve somebody else's life with their dog, it's our job to share that person and their knowledge. And so, you know, kind of like, I guess we're an expert in bringing everybody together and like 
pushing everybody to like speak. <laughs> right. And that's kind of like, it sounds like that's become your marketing strategy, or at least like your social media content strategy is, is yeah. sharing all of that stuff. For sure. So, okay, wait, your mom sounds really cool. You guys were messaging on Slack and I don't think my mom would ever be able to figure that out. So what is it like working with your mom? How do you guys divvy up what you do in the business? Yeah. So uh, it's so, so funny when I tell people that my mom and I started Dogly together because you can like see people, see their like wheels turning and if they could work with their mom and start a business with their mom. So I, number one, I find it hilarious. And then number two, it's amazing. Like I can't, I can't imagine starting a company with somebody else. We, it's so much easier because we finish, like she knows, knows what I'm thinking without me saying it. So we can do things a lot faster. We both come from the like marketing biz dev world. So we think similarly, but she she's a little bit more, she's more on the creative side. I'm more on like the biz dev side. Um, so we help balance each other out. And, but it's also really, it's like, you know, we have to schedule like mom time where it's like, okay, like we're not talking about Dogly, like <laughs> 24 hours. Like, I'm, you know, it's like Saturday. I'm not like, it's, you know, I'm not talking about Dogly. I have like, like a mom question that I want to discuss. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's definitely finding that balance of like, you know, she's still my mom. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys, um, do you have like certain like, job roles or, or job titles or do you both kind of do a little bit of the same kind of work? Uh, we, we divvy it up. So I'm more on the, um, business side of things. She's more on the, like all of the articles that we send out, like she's writing, she's more on like the content creative side. She's the one that works with our shelters. She's actually really good at like, she's the one that when we're first talking to brands, like she's sort of the front lines of like talking to the founders and figuring out like if it's a good fit and, and she's, she's, super shy so she even though like when people first meet her she thinks they think she's like this extrovert and whatever like she really doesn't like like cold calling or like the first sort of meeting of, mm-hmm. of people but she's incredible at it so it's so funny when like she'll we have these conversations she's like oh you know it's like you know i have to call this person and whatever it's like oh, it's like dude you have to do it like and it's so funny when i have to be like the sort of the boss of things be like <laughs> your job like you're you have to do this I don't care that you don't want to do this and then she does it and she's great and so it's it's definitely it's for me it's really fun seeing her find things that she's really good at even though she doesn't like them (laughs) (laughs) no that's very cool I think like as the daughter to like see your mom grow professionally (laughs) sure yeah and she you know it's so I I still struggle too like with when we're on a call with somebody, like, do I call her mom? Do I call her Jane? Like, where, what, what is like the professional protocol for something like this? So I'm, st- I go back and forth sometimes. Yeah, probably depends but, on who you're talking to, too. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, no, working, it's it's amazing to to work with her and to to learn from her. I mean, she like she was the first female publisher of Men's Health magazine. Like, she launched RalphLauren.com when .com was like a new. Wow, the real deal. So to be able to like work with her and for her to be my mom is is pretty cool. That's really (laughs) awesome. What an inspiration. So 
between you and your mom, you guys have these four rescue dogs, but yes. you were talking about, you, you said a few times, my dog. So is one of them like your dog in particular? Yeah. So Bosley is my dog. So he's the one you'll probably see on our Instagram. He is a, I don't know, some sort of like boxer mix something black with this like galoofy little white nose. I call him, he's like this awkward, he's lanky. He looks like an awkward teenager that like hasn't grown into his body yet. Just like lanky limb, just like total galoof of a dog. <laughs> but he is like literally my child and my world. And then my mom has Zoe, Ozzy, and, and Houston. So, and they're sort of a range. Zoe's 14. She's incredible. We call her the Audrey Hepburn of dogs. She's just like, if she was a human, she would have like pearls and like a, you know, She's a like day an elegant dog. So elegant. Oh. And a mate, like 14, she can run circles around Bosley, who's like a year and a half. And then Ozzy and Houston are actually both from the same rescue um, down in Houston called Shaggy Dog Rescue, which is amazing. We just had like 27 of their alums over at our house uh, a couple weekends ago for a foster reunion. It was insane, but it was great. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it sounds like heaven. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a little. It was a lot, <laughs> but it was good. So yeah. So we have quite a crew. How? Okay. I just have to ask. Like, do you have any advice on having 27 dogs over to your house? Um, don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was great. It was, it was, so Bosley was actually probably only the one, the only one that wasn't great, which then is what spurred us into talking to a trainer and all of that, just because, so everybody else, so the Shaggy Dog Rescue crew are all like, most of them are like little white fluffy things. Mm -hmm. Bosley though, has a weird thing that he doesn't like dogs who look like him. And of course there were, I don't know. I, I literally have no idea. I like, but I, I know when we're walking down, you know, I live in Manhattan. So like when we're walking down the street, like I know if I see a black dog with any white on his face, like we have to go the other way. <laughs> I just know it. That's so, a very like, unique little quirk. It's so weird. So weird. But like, so do people, right? So it only makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so there were a couple dogs who looked like him at the reunion so it didn't didn't bode well for him. But everybody else was great. And it was raining. And oh, so my God. Everything was thrown at us, but it worked. <laughs> that is so fun. Well, it's been so much fun talking to you. I can't wait to connect more online. Tell everyone where they can find you online. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. So we are um, dogly.com. Come on and find some good stuff for your dog and benefit your chosen rescue. And then on Instagram, we're dogly, D-O-G-L-Y with an underscore. And then on Facebook, we're at being dogly. Okay, cool. Everyone check that out. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park.